everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Adeptus Ridiculous. I'm DK, and I'm slowly, slowly learning more about Warhammer from my good friend Bricky. Bricky, you did what? it. I did you, it. We you did, did it. it. You, you said the other thing uh, last episode. We're like, when, what are you, when are you going to not know nothing about Warhammer anymore? That's double negative. But when are you going to finally not say that? <laughs> Like you it's did it. finally happened because I am slowly learning like the last episode like there was the when you started talking about the orcs and how they got their psyker stuff I was like dude pieces they're fitting I they're coming it. together it's this all is coming character together, development this is, yes it, there's an arc <laughs> this is great <laughs> <laughs> but tell the people a little bit about yourself Bricky because this is going on your YouTube channel today right yes so this is episode three of the Adeptus Ridiculous podcast episode one one and two are located at Quiet Shy's channel on YouTube as well. I will leave a link in the description. And they're also going on our new YouTube channel on Adeptus Ridiculous. Just, just Adeptus Ridiculous on YouTube. It's a, that's a mouthful. Oh it my is god. A Adeptus Ridiculous is, is Adeptus. as ridiculous as a name as it sounds. Oh. But that is also another YouTube channel, and all the episodes will be going on there as well as the various podcast sites. So this is the last one that is going to be going on our associate channel. So if you want to see episodes four through God knows what, <laughs> uh, it'll all be on their area. So check the description for all that kind of stuff. But besides that, yes, I am Bricky. I have been a almost lifelong Warhammer fan. Uh, the lore for a while, played the game. And I am telling DK slowly but surely the mm. history, the lore, the world of Warhammer. We start off with the Death Corps of Krieg for episode one, kind of like a nice little, like a fun fan requested one. Then we jumped into the War in Heaven and the Silent King with the Necrons. And today, you want to tell the people what we're doing? We're doing the Eldar. And I'm really excited about it because uh, everybody always talks about the Eldar. They always talk about how the Eldar murder-fucked Slanesh into existence, and then whenever I talk to, like, uh, you know, if there's a somewhat lore expert in the room, like Luton, he's like, no, that's kind of an exaggeration. They didn't really murder-fuck a god into existence. So I, I'm ready for the record to be put straight and to learn all the stuff. But before you get in too much into detail, uh, we do have a Patreon that you guys should check out, uh, patreon.com slash Ridiculous. If you like the podcast, if you want to support the podcast, uh, we hit our first stretch goal of $100 to cover all of Ooh. the podcast and website hosting. Uh, next goal is a stretch goal of 1000 and then we'll be able to do weekly episodes. So check it out, patreon.com slash Ridiculous. Bricky Eldar, let's go. Oh, in a second, I do want to say I, it's 1000 oh. that we're doing for the weekly episodes. So if they want to see weekly episodes hitting that thousand point, and you know what's even better is the money is split between the three of us. So if you're like, ah, that shy person, don't really like him. But that DK person, that that guy's a champ. Like, hey, it still works. I don't know who's going to say that, dude. I really don't know who's going to say, hate that shy, but boy, really love DK. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, there's got to be someone. There's that one guy out there, and his name is Bricky. So moving, oh, jeez, the warm fuzzies. You know, you actually got me a little bit worried now because uh, you say warm fuzzies, but me saying that means I shit on shy. (laughs) Um, But you actually got me worried now because you said that Luton's like, eh, they didn't really murder fuck uh, a god into existence, and I was about to say, oh, I gotta change my notes. I guess they didn't. Uh, I think Luton. I think Luton Luton knows everything, and when you know everything, there's too many actuallys. 
Mm-hmm. So there will definitely, and I and I do mean definitely, be a, a couple adjustments here. But I am here for the short version. That's my whole what? goal. Watch Luton will, Luton will respond to this with like a tweet and be like, DK, I didn't say that. You're a liar. How dare you misquote me? <laughs> Isn't that funny, though? Because by saying that alone, he's doing an actually. That's true. Uh, we uh, got you, him. You can't win, we Luton. We got him. We got you, Luton. We got to have him on the podcast one day, though. Yeah. Special guest, Luton. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, the Eldar. Um, so you, you keep ta- you actually mentioned that you were actually kind of excited about the Eldar, both because people were talking about it. Do you like, do you like elves in general or something? Uh, not really. I mean, elves are fine. <laughs> Me too. Elves are fine. You know, the usual, uh, meme about why you like elves. Um, but also I know there are, there's like the, is it a subset? Like the dark Eldar that are all kinds of fucked up too. And they're yep. real weird and they, they look like stalker from Warframe and obviously a big fan. So I, I just think they're really cool and really interesting from what I've seen of like the minis. So I'm kind of just stoked to learn about them and why they look so damn cool and what they're all about. That's fair. Uh, I think the definitely the Craft World Eldar, which is kind of like your vanilla Eldar. I think their minis are a little bit weird. They have like bowling pin heads. But the um, the Drukari or the Dark Eldar, they look cool. They have like Jabba the Hutt skiffs. They're like lots of like raiders and they have mm-hmm. some pr- they're pretty creepy. Anyway, uh, yes, so the Eldar, also known as the Eldari, spelt uh, stupidly weird, A-E-L-D-A-R-I, Eldari. Oh, that is weird. That, yeah, that's fucking, very weird The fucking Brits, I swear to God, they put A's <laughs> and, and U's in everything. Luton Gray is win spelled, this episode, dude. <laughs> Gray is spelled with an A, you idiots. A. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the fall of the Eldari is, uh, is a big, big part of the Warhammer lore, right? So if you had to go with the three biggest events in in history, we already did the war in heaven. Mm -hmm. Um, the Horus heresy was the bigger one or another big one. And then the fall of the Eldar. And I think they would go in the order of heaven, Eldar, and then Horus. The fall of the Eldar is a pretty big deal. Um, yeah. And it's generally referred to as the fall of the Eldar, as opposed to just learning about the Eldar in their own right. So, the uh, as you may remember from our last episode, uh, we talked about the War in Heaven and how the old ones were like kind of pushing races, giving them a little bit of uh, giving them a little bit of love. Uh, and I was, I was thinking of a different kind of metaphor for that. And mm. do you remember? I know we all like Mass Effect around here, but do you remember oh, when yeah. the um, uh, the Protheans? Gave like the Asari like their biotics and kind of like taught them a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, that. it's kind of, it's kind of like that, but a little bit more powerful and forty k like. Okay. Um. So that you know they kind of like raised up the Eldar, helped them out a lot, and so after the Necrons did their giant murder, uh, war genocide, they all went to bed, Ooh. right? And so then, so then the only people who really remembered them in the long annals of history were the Eldar. And so a lot of the actual lore from the Necrons you might get from Eldar because they're the only people who even remember them. Uh, Uh, But the Eldar at the time, this is around, I'd say, early 30th millennia. So mm -hmm. the Horus Heresy took place at around year, what was it, 30,000, 31,000, I think, something around there. Um, so this is a bit before that, right? This is a bit before that. And uh, the Eldar, the hu- humans were kind of just stuck to their own solar system, or if they weren't, they were just barely any farther. Right. Um, the Eldar spanned the whole galaxy. They were Ooh. everywhere. They were just the dominant race. The only other race that could even challenge them 
were having nappies in tombs, you know, oh. and, and they didn't even notice them. <laughs> the, the girl Necrons. Necrons were all having a nap, and yep. the Eldar were just there everywhere. So and no the Eld- challenger, period. There's nobody nothing. that's going to really do anything to them. Tyranids haven't arrived. I mean, maybe the orcs, but they weren't really a problem at the time. Uh, you, I mean, you could have had some demons and stuff here and there, but they weren't as prominent. Uh, they, they were just the dominant race. Mm. Uh, they, they were as uh, much of a threat as any other animal that's not a human are a, as a threat to humans currently, like on Earth in modern day. Like oh. the only time there's any threats for us right now is like, I don't know, you're you're with a bear in the wilderness, and if you have a gun, <laughs> who cares, right? <laughs> sure. Like, no, no, nothing sure. is challenging us right now. And with the bear, you can play dead and it'll go away. So, you know. I don't, you know, I watched this movie called The Revenant, and I don't know if that's true. Oh, well, fair. (laughs) (laughs) Forgot about that movie, but you bring up a good point, sir. (laughs) Um, So, the Eldar, um, they themselves, as as a race, they're obviously space elves. They got the pointy ears and everything. Mm -hmm. And they were master tier psychers. They were insanely, and then the entire race was basically mm-hmm. all psychers to, to an extent. And as they are all psychers, they have the ability to be able to just really, it's, it's difficult to, to explain just the sheer volume of what they could do, of how much they could do. In fact, they had such a mastery of the warp and the immaterium that they could, mm-hmm. in fact, like form physical materials out of its essence alone. Um, they call this oh. stuff called like Wraithbone. Um, so there's a bunch of units in the uh, Eldar Codex called like Wraith Knights, a Wraith uh, Guard, Wraith Lords, and mm-hmm. that's like a special material that they can create out of the energy of the warp itself. And they're they're actually uh, is pretty damn fucking strong. It's like a psycho technological thing. It's very weird, but the <laughs> fact that they can take like the essence of hell and turn it into constructs, they're doing pretty hot. Yeah, that's pretty. That's that's pretty. That's pretty good. That's a yeah, pretty good no, ability to have, sure. Yeah, they're doing perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, but so the problem is that, and you know, I'm 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 sorry, but I'm going to use porn a lot in this episode <laughs> um, because it I'm is okay the <laughs> it is the best example for a lot of this stuff. All right, so at some point around like the 24th, 25th millennium, somewhere around there, the Eldar reached the point of excessive stagnation. They oh. had to do nothing. The individual had no, like, point. They mm. had so much they could that was just free. They had no shortage of food. They could travel using the webway, which is just better than warp travel in almost every single way. They, mm. There's there's nothing that you as a citizen are worried about. You have no struggles of almost any kind. And so... I use I said porn because it <laughs> reminds me of the I, the concept where like twenty years ago you had you had your good old man woman stuff right you, you you had you had more bushes than Vietnam War down there like it was it was just good old eighties stuff and you know as time went on it got a little bit different and now and then mm-hmm. Japan got involved <laughs> and then Japan and, got involved. And they made it animated, and they added other things. And, uh, and now, if you wanted to look up a, a werewolf girl with a dick, you could find it. It's there. Oh, yeah, right? easily. You say that, and I'm just like, yeah, that sounds that sounds like something on the internet. Sure, this, it doesn't even surprise me. I'm not it's even, not even close. flabbergasted. That's just, yeah, that's not even the weirdest thing you'd find. By far not. 
And so because of this, the Eldar themselves experienced emotions, just, just their own personal emotions, much more powerful than humans do. Um, all kinds of, of sensations, uh, pain, sadness, happiness, pleasure, all that kind of stuff. All was like at a good old 50% up compared to a normal human. Um, so because of this and the fact that they simply did not have anything that the individual needed, they started creating this wonderful thing known as pleasure cults. Oh boy, um, this sounds like a riot. <laughs> Let's go. So, so a pleasure cult. So think of it like you got like a politician, right? And the mm-hmm. politician sneaks away to that back alley where a bunch of, of women like, like just start like punching each other and then have sex. And they just find like, like depraved random shit like that. Like there's always mm-hmm. that, that politician that goes in the background and finds that creepy underground crap. Did, did oh, you God, watch yeah. The Boys? The Boys. I just started it, dude. I'm like two okay. episodes in. Perfect. Remember the first episode they go to that club and it's all the superheroes who are in the oh, club yeah, and they're all just doing a bunch doing- of fucked shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like having levitation sex and like the yeah, bendy dudes yeah. doing all that weird. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. shit like that. So pleasure cults <laughs> were that, and it was all dedicated to the to the experience of every sensation, pleasurable and painful, that life oh, had. Okay. And so this kind of like started to really move its way up, and as the politicians got into it, and as regular people got into it, they started like having their pursuits go a little bit crazy and more extreme and more depraved eventually like legitimate murder and Ooh. torture and torture became just as bit of an art form as painting as music it was as normal wow, it was that's, it, that's it, wild it's it's insane that they would get you know people you can get to that idea but you can kind of understand the concept that like you know, once it's so you as a person is so stagnant, you have nothing to do and you have mm-hmm. no purpose. Uh, pursuing this stuff isn't that surprising. And yeah. to the point where you could go and you could see a show and that show was the actual like torture and maiming of other people. And, and and these were like volunteers because they wanted to experience yeah, pain yeah. because it was like a, a form of uh, of sensation. Uh, and the Eldar, they lived like almost immortal. They they lived lo- well unless you were on par on stage, but they <laughs> lived for God knows how long. Yeah. yeah, they they never suffered from like Alzheimer's type stuff. They never got senile. They didn't have disease. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were their psychic powers. You know, they were just so insanely powerful, and they lived so long that they were able to develop even more crazy ways of torturing and killing people, God. and they were able to do it at at rates just never before seen. Sooner or later, eventually, with the government taking part in it, it became oh. this point of like, like Jack the Ripper type stuff, like a right, like on a street, on a street corner, you'd find people like murder fucking, uh, like just, you'd find just on the streets, just just, no just big happening. Deal, just, Jesus Christ! Like death was was everywhere <laughs> in in the millions of lives. People were just consistently like boning and murdering each other. Because that was the only thing they had going for themselves. They had these cults, these pleasure cults. They were so interested in it. And then these fucking boomers came along. (laughs) And some of these goddamn boomers were like, you know what? This is some smut. And And they left. And so some Eldar were like, oh, man, our society is getting a little bit corrupt, man. I don't know if I like this. And so a lot of them would just bail. And they would go to, like, colonies on the far, far, far reaches of space. Just to get away from it all. Yep. 
Yeah, those are the Boomer Eldar. Uh, they're known as the <laughs> the Exodites because, like, you know, exile. Because they exited, huh? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got jokes. I got jokes. I, you know, I heard that Shy has a gun, and it's, <laughs> and and I'm waiting. Okay, I, you know, you know, I don't like JoJo, but you know that one part when he, he like turns the paper and the gun comes out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm expecting a gun to come out of my screen and to, get to, shoot, screen. to blast me. <laughs> um, so continuing. Um, so as as we continue and as it goes on, um, and actually this is the uh, this is the part that I mentioned with the porn stuff. So I don't peruse this very much at all, but I have seen the great meme of that farmer guy who's who says like it ain't much, but it's honest work. And it's all of those tags on like hentai websites, and it's like all of those insanely depraved tags. Oh God! And it, it, it has to moderate them, and it's like mm. shit like that. So that's just that was just the Eldar society with those tags. Screenshot those tags. Bottom text, oh. top text, Eldar society. We live in an Eldar society. Oh boy! I mean, I guess when you when you open those floodgates. And you're so stagnant, and you're looking for, like, any sensational high, it's gonna get out of control. And it's gonna get crazy. And I guess this is, like, the epitome of shit just got wild. It's, ironically, and people always forget this, that 40k is a satire. It is a satire of of many things. And the Eldar is a satire on uh, what happens when we reach to just an, an insane degree of, I think the word is hedonism or whatever it is, but just, you know, constantly yeah. pursuing your own personal pleasures and the dangers that, that can uh, come yeah. with. Sure. Um, so uh, as that continued, a lot of the time, you know, with all these people dying, naturally, as you know about the warp, a soul enters the warp when it is killed. Right. Because it's basically hell. The problem was is that Eldar, because we had in the billions of people being being murder fucked to death and, and all that shit, they would oh. enter the warp not only in huge numbers, but they would also enter the warp as psychers. And psyker souls are far more powerful than regular souls. And oh, okay. they're dying feeling such immense pain and slash or pleasure. Right. And that was and that there it's it's just a bloat, right? Yeah. Just like how yeah, the yeah. war in heaven bloated the the warp, exact same deal here. Because you had uber powerful psychic beings experiencing insanely high large heights of emotions and mm-hmm. mur- numbering in the billions. Right? I was legitimately about to say it's just like what happened with the war in heaven when those certain sections got super bloated. Because it's yeah, like, the realm it was of like chaos. what a millennial it was like centuries long war or something and people are dying. I was like, it's the same thing. It's you know, people are dying with these specific like emotions and that that one portion of the warp is gonna get over bloated and yeah, and here we are. So yeah. the so just like how corn, zinch, and nurgle were kind of quote unquote bloated or created, this is still the question is was Slanesh Slanesh birthed? Or were they more so just given the ability to become bigger? And that's the the real, like, in-between. I'm I'm all on the line that they just got the ability because the warp itself fucks around with time. 
Mm-hmm. And so it makes a lot more sense that in the realm of chaos, you had Korn, Nurgle, and Zinch, and now they're all big players. But then you had Slanesh somewhere in there, tiny little realm, right? Little little apartment building. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> because of that, this is a this is a very specific kind of of chaos, right? Yeah, uh, excessive, like the uh, Prince of Pleasure, the the yeah. unspeakable excess. And to have that bloated, it, it does make sense that it wouldn't really happen in the war in heaven, uh, oh, yeah, especially because they were not. robots. <laughs> yeah, um, no emotions there. No, no souls. No, yeah, uh, no souls there. So then, after enough time and, and effort, though, oh, oh, our good, our good friend Sonesh, um, which is known as the Prince of Pleasure. Sonesh doesn't really have a, a gender per se. They're just, they just are. Mm-hmm. They a lot of the Slanesh models and stuff. They look, uh, I think the term is androgynous. They look like male female hybrids. Mm. Um, often they kind of have that that in between thing. So they're called the Prince of Pleasure, but they don't really have a a particular right. left or they're right. They're not like a gender role. Right? No, they're just Slanesh. Yeah. Uh, but as that happens, the uh, the Prince of Chaos then after that started to really start to bundle up and it started to reach a tipping point. A mm-hmm. bunch of Eldar were like, "Shit's getting fucked." Uh, there's a bunch of warp storms going on right now because of all of us <laughs> dying. We're we're blowing up the the hell itself is starting to screech out and cause problems. This was an issue, and so a whole bunch of Eldar evacuated on these gigantic continent-sized starships known as Craft Worlds, and that is where Craft World Eldar come from. Oh, uh, I see. I didn't know what a Craft World was. I thought that was just like what they called their home planet or something. I thought no, like, yeah, it's not even whatever a the Eldar's planet was, it was that was the craft world. I didn't realize that was a continent-sized ship that they were escaping on. Yeah, imagine like the flotilla in Mass Effect with the um, oh, okay. uh, with the Corians. Mm-hmm. So they left on these, yeah, like these giant starships. And uh, I think they were created out of that Wraithbone type construct, or at least something similar to it. That's why Makes sense. they're they're crafted worlds, craft worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, so because they all started running out there because they're like, oh man, oh no, we're reaching a breaking point. Oh, <laughs> we then we're getting up. we're getting too proud. We're <laughs> fucked. We fucked up. And so they start to bail. And at that point, good old Sonesh just kablamo just came Ooh. right into existence. Referred to, uh, I believe, well, they have lots of names. The, they have the Great Enemy, She Who Thirsts. But the main thing was uh, that Slanesh took its, like, first breath was the concept. And oh, that God. breath just inhaled all of the Eldar souls. Oh. They, they Slanesh just arrived and was just like... <laughs> Jesus Christ. It, it was... Oh my god, it was insane. The death toll was like in the trillions. It, it is so Slanesh just showed up, inhaled, all Eldar in that area are dead. They're just they're, every Eldar's dead. They inhaled so goddamn hard. Did we talk about the Eye of Terror? I don't think we did. Okay, so <laughs> okay. I like to t- I, Okay, so <laughs> let, let me make it's like uh okay, I'm gonna use a Minecraft example here. Oh boy. Did you play much Minecraft DK? Not really. This is gonna Damn be it. really good. Uh, do okay. it anyway for the people. Okay. So you know what the Nether is, though, right? Nope. It's like the hell with like oh, all okay. the lava and sure. shit. Sure. Sure. Okay. Sure. There's a thing called the Nether. It's like hell, it's like lava and crap. Um, a lot you can make portals into said Nether. 
Okay. I always refer to the Nether, the Hell in Minecraft, very similarly to the Warp in in Warhammer because it's a smaller field. So if you made a portal into the Nether and you walked mm-hmm. a certain distance, maybe ten paces, it was actually like a hundred paces in the real world. So if you were to make another portal ten paces away, you're actually way farther away when you come out of it. Sure. So because of that, in particular. Uh-huh. There is no in between, right? You have to portal into the Nether, portal out, and that's kind of how warp travel works with the Imperium. You go into the warp, and then you travel a shorter pace than it actually would require, and then you come out in order to do interstellar travel. Gotcha. Um, this, the Eye of Terror, is like somebody took a big knife and shanked the fabric of reality, and so oh. <laughs> when Slanesh was birthed, there is now a giant crack rift. In, in the real world that allows the other world to spill out of it. So oh. someone cracked dimen- the dimensions in two. There's like a, a, a zipper that's been undone. Yeah, yeah. And so now, because when she birthed, now instead of just the real world and the warp, we have the real world, the warp, and we've got this tiny little hole that's connect- connecting the two of them in real space. Oh, And demons are bad. just like, whoa! We're out, Pouring boys! Out. I'm yeah. free! <laughs> they open the prison cell, and now they're all out, and oh boy, that... Mm, mm-hmm. that the Eye good. of Terror has arrived. And so Sonesh basically just immediately bodied about, like, trillions of Eldar. And the only people that lived were a couple. Um, so really? pretty much all of the ones that were psychers and stuff, because uh, the warp, you know, big psycho thing. Sure, sure. They had their souls just immediately ripped from their bodies and and permanently stuck in the warp to be like tortured and and murdered forever, yum. Uh, because yum yum yummy yum yum yum. Uh, they but, must love that. Yeah, they were. Uh, <laughs> they were um, it's heaven actually for them. Well, sort of, not quite. <laughs> it's a little oh, rough. Oh no, <laughs> depends on the on the people. But um, many of the people who fled the Exodite, the Boomer Eldar, mm-hmm. they also had their souls sucked from them. Uh, oh. The people in the craft worlds, a couple of them also had it. The only people that lived were people who found this thing called like a soul stone. And these ah. soul stones are like this nice little relic type deal that you could hold on your body to stop Slanesh from eating Inhaling your soul. Because, your soul, right. You're right, because if you just like live... Just as a normal ass Eldar, Slanesh is like coming for you. It's like a, it's like a never. It's like Michael Myers. It's always behind you, forever. Oh. <laughs> you you have a, you have an anti sea bear circle, okay, for your entire life. You have to carry that sea bear circle, <laughs> so you oh. don't get like your soul ripped from your body. So it's just this never ending like looming hand over your head. It's just like come on. Come on. Drop the stone. Lose the Take, stone. Make the stone. I, I, you don't actually have to have it on your person. I, there's another way to do it. I'm not quite sure how it's done. You don't have to have like on. It's not like you, you drop your marble and you're like, oh, no. You die. <laughs> He's dead. He dropped his marble. <laughs> he, he dropped it. Got him. No, it's um. There, there's a <laughs> whole thing to that. I'm not I'd too familiar with the soul stone. Flesh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'd meld that shit onto my chest. I get it tattooed. <laughs> yeah. I'd have a little... I'd have a little soul, a little marble on my arm, and it says "Mom." <laughs> it's perfect. Mom's protecting me from Slanesh. Mom, mom protects <laughs> protects me from your foul, your foul thoughtery Slanesh. 
Um, the only other people that lived were a couple people who were chilling in the webway. And the Eldar webway, I mentioned the webway before, it's like the portal yeah, system. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so you can have like your own realm in said webway. And so during their the height of their empire, and by height I mean, you know, their their horrible horribleness, yeah. there was a, a city in the webway called Kamarog. And Kamarog is just like a it's a total fucking mess. It's like giant spires that are constantly shifting and adjusting and time is all weird and it's a mess. But that was like that was like your pirate haven. You went in oh, there okay. if you wanted to if you wanted to do like some serious murder fucking. Like that that was your bad man zone, right? You'd go there. That was that was your that was your secret island where everything goes. Man, how does murder fucking get worse exactly? Like, what, what's a, more extreme than what was already going on? How do well, you get more bad mamma jamma? You, you go from murder fucking to torture fucking. Ah, uh, well, fair. And, and so, that's where they did all that fun stuff. Fun um, stuff. But a lot of the time, when Slanesh was starting to do their shenanigans, a lot of the Eldar attempted to flee into said webway uh, to uh, get away from everything going on. Um, so... Those in the webway didn't actually get their souls consumed. Um, okay. But Sonesh <laughs> has like a little pinky finger. She it, it, she's got a pinky finger and she's mm-hmm. pulling and she's a cat and she's pulling a mug off of a table. <laughs> All right. Somebody it, has to make that picture, by the way. Somebody, somebody listening, pinky. that fan art has to be made. <laughs> the Slanesh cat. It ready to smack the, the fucking thing off the table. Um, and that that's them, like, it's pulling their souls. Mm-hmm. And those people in the webway were like, shit, we got a time limit. So, yep. I'm gonna, so I'm going to ask you, what do you think they did to stave off Slanesh? <laughs> can I can I answer before you potentially give me the choices? Can I take a? Oh, wild I wasn't guess? even gonna give any choices. Just go to town. I, I, you know, I'm gonna guess they just didn't fucking do anything. They just kept on doing their hedonist bullshit torture shit, and they just didn't care. And just Slanesh got fat as fuck. You are you are half right. Um, those in the in the webway are now known as the Jukari or the Dark Eldar because they found out that they can keep Slanesh's little pinky finger off of them by doing Slanesh things. Ah, so the and that's reason what they like doing already. <laughs> yeah. So the reason why the Dark Eldar are so horrible, the reason why having the Dark Eldar enter your planet as a raid is the worst experience you could possibly have is because they are keeping themselves alive. Because the more torture, the more maiming, the more murdering they do, the more Slanesh won't attack them. Ah, uh, okay. See, I, I had heard about the Drukari and the Dark Eldar being horrible and being... I think on one of Shai's art streams, you told me about some of the just horrible shit that they did, and it was the worst possible experience. And I was just like, man, it must be because they're just... It's just Warhammer. You know, they're just one of those Warhammer factions that... Eh, they're just awful. But it's because they don't want Slanesh to take them. 
I get well, it now. It makes sense now. Or yeah, or they don't want Slash to like attack them and the pinky finger to just gotcha. It's a it's a little bit of both. Uh the, you know, okay, so we can be in agreement that elves are pricks, right? Agreed. Hundred percent. Elves are are douchebags. Um the dark Eldar have more of a like we were the height of our society. This is oh. this is our our genetic destiny. This is who we should be. So it's like both. Oh, they they, okay. they don't want that to happen, but at the same time, they're like, well, we kind of like it anyway. And all those craft <laughs> world boomers, they're a bunch of bitches. It's a win win for them. Yeah, they're fine by it. Comarog uh, <laughs> is the uh, main Dark Eldar city. That's where mm. that's the dark city. Um, so yeah, the Dark Eldar they go out to different areas and they raid very piratey, um, kind of like they fly in on skiffs and they're kind of hanging off the side and they, they're firing and jumping off and attacking people. But they're mainly there for slaves. Um, they're there oh. to get slaves. Uh, they take you back. Um, you get you you get tortured for like twenty years, maybe longer. I mean, um, if they, in, if they the can grand keep you going, Warhammer. That's not yeah yeah that sounds about it, it could, normal yeah. It could be well, worse. that's it. Could be worse. Mm. Um, you know, they do lots of things to you, lots of very bad things. They, you know, they flay you and they remove your fingernails and they do all this kind of shit. Mm. Um, but the main thing is that if once they've like, once they've like exhausted your pain, once you like your mental state has just finally broken, yeah. um, they tend to turn you into like furniture. Oh it's, right, I remember you yeah. telling me about. <laughs> yeah, <that. laughs> you can be like a, they'll, they'll take you and they'll like. Do some shit. I don't know exactly, but they'll turn you into like like a couch or like a chair or something, so and up. like they'll they'll mold they'll forcibly mold your body in that way. But they'll keep you alive. So if you go to like it's called the homunculus, the homunculi covens, and oh, the covens that's... will have like a room, and they'll go sit on the chair. The chair will be like, that's <laughs> so fucked up. It's just like a dude or like three dudes together, and he's like. Ugh. And so oh, that's so fucked up, dude. That's so, wrong. So that that's your life for like eternity. They keep you alive for like a thousand years at that point. Oh, it's like I hope you man. like being a chair. Thousand years as a chair fused with like three other people. Ooh. Ugh. Yeah, I I can imagine how getting raided by the dark Eldar is. Oh, it's worst thing that can happen to you in in Warhammer. You think worst possible thing. It's definitely up there. It, it, <laughs> it's it's, it's probably it's probably number one. Um, but we're getting a little bit off topic on the Dark Eldar. Little, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, besides <laughs> that, uh, the Craft World Eldar are the other faction of Eldar. They have their soul stones. Uh, they themselves are trying to go a little bit back into the olden days of mm-hmm. the Eldar. They're trying to kind of reclaim their old glory. They themselves are kind of a dying race, as are all the Eldar. They're all not really to say die. Maybe I think they're kind of stagnant now, but they're they're certainly not improving very well because every time one of them dies, their soul just kind of goes to Slanesh. So oh yeah, like you don't even get to pass into the warp calmly. You have to actually go through it, and a like Slanesh will just take you. It's pretty. It's pretty horrible. That sucks. That's yeah. Even if you have a soul stone, you just go. Right to Slanesh, huh? Uh, if you have a soul stone, when you die, you get put into said soul stone, and so the Eldar can preserve your soul so Slanesh doesn't kill you. Right. Oh, okay. So that, that that's how that is. So it's not ideal, but it's better than 
uh, going to Slanesh. Oh God, yeah. I, I I can't imagine if you're a if you're a boomer Eldar. I can't imagine there's anything worse than like dying and being like, well, guess I'm going to Slanesh for an eternity of torture and pain and just. Mm. Guess I guess I'm doing the thing that I ran away specifically because. Yeah. <laughs> Forever now. Great. Great. God. God damn it. Um, the only other thing that we can go on to the Eldar, we could talk about slightly, is the Harlequins, um, which are demon clowns, so to speak. They're like demonic jester uh, Eldar. Oh, yeah, I, I've, I've seen their minis. Everybody complains about uh, painting the checker marks and how hard that is to freehand onto their thighs because it's not, uh, I guess it's not uh, like a sticker or a decal or anything. You just get the mini and it's just a blank thigh or something and everybody tries yep. to checker mark them. Yep, it's really fucking hard. <laughs> um <laughs> But yes, the the Harlequins are the last one. Uh, they themselves have a god, their own kind of gods. They'll have gods like their own miniature gods, not the chaos mm-hmm. gods. Um, mo- like about five of the seven of them were killed by Slanesh when Slanesh arrived. Oh, um, but <laughs> there's Wait, so two Slanesh left. Slanesh arrived and he didn't just kill the Eldar; he killed their gods too. Yeah, oh. yeah. Slanesh is oh. hardcore. <laughs> yeah, Slanesh is. Oh boy. Eesh, um, that's a, that's a big suck. It's that's it's a, a hard suck. <laughs> it's a uh, big hard suck. <laughs> uh, one of the gods though that did live was a god that no one can pronounce correctly. It's called Kegarok or like Segarok or something. It's the laughing god. Uh, oh. It's the god of the Harlequins. Um, and basically, that god likes to be a little douche and play. Remember that deceiver guy we talked about in the uh, last episode? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Where you could kind of uh, like that. He's one of their gods. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that where he's just like he's just like I'm going to fuck with you. And so one thing he did was he you like they always talk about him playing pranks on Slanesh and one of them was uh rescuing a whole bunch of harlequin souls so that they can't consume it. And so now he's got a bunch of harlequins that are like not on under the effect, which oh. is he's kind of which is cool, but he's kind of a shithead. Yeah, why didn't he just save all the Eldar? <laughs> well, I guess he couldn't save all of them, but he probably if he could, yeah. But I mean, he could. You know, he makes little raids on Slanesh's, I guess, cabinet. His little food uh, cabinet. His, his food cabinet. <laughs> Slanesh's <laughs> fucking pantry. Yeah, exactly. Dude, Slanesh's dude, pantry Kegarok. of Eldar souls. He's like, boop, stole a cookie so, from the Slanesh, cookie jar, right? Fucking Slanesh is pushing a, a, the mug down, and in the background, you've got Kegarok, like, in the pantry, reaching into the cookie jar with, like, a fucking gr- Bazinga grin. <laughs> yes. God yes. damn it. This, um, this should be some Adeptus Ridiculous merch. <laughs> oh, it's a good idea. I like that. <laughs> The Kegarok cookie jar. Yeah. Um, but the the Harlequins themselves, they, they're kind of weird. Um, they have like a demon jester vibe. They're mm-hmm. when they fight, it's almost like a dance. They're constantly like twirling and and spinning, and that's why they actually do the checkerboard patterns because they move so quickly. It it makes it really hard for people to fight them because they can't see them okay. because of how of like the checkerboard look, and they're constantly moving so fast. It's like it's like blurred and blinding. Right. Um, it's kind of cool. They have like, they have clown masks on as well. They always wear like creepy metal and gold masks that have like mm-hmm. big smiling grins on them. Um, the Harlequins are actually pretty awesome. They only have like eight models on the tabletop though, which is a little unfortunate. Oh, that uh, is, but they're yeah. they're super weird and, and finicky. Um, so they're like but, the Cirque du Soleil of Warhammer. That's not a terrible description, no. But a little more, de- <laughs> a little more demonic, a little more, uh, well, sure, a little more murdery. The, the, the Warhammer part brings in the demonic, murdery kill vibe, and you know, yeah, they're yes, the, absolutely. The Warhammer Cirque du Soleil, but without the fun family feeling. 
So all in all, murder fucked into existence, I'd say is a is a great <laughs> like one word explanation. Cause that pretty much is what happened. Yeah. Um Yeah, that it, sounds like exactly is. what happened, yeah. So now you have a giant fucking zipper in real space that they've created that's causing problems. Um, the Eldar are not extinct, but they are certainly very low population. They're yeah. one of the actually the smallest uh, races population wise in the galaxy. Um, oh, wow. they're, I think they actually are the smallest. Uh, I, I don't know if Tau is less. Because Tau's generally new, but yeah, they're pretty small. Like that's the odd part is if the Imperium wanted to, if they legitimately wanted to wipe out all of the Dark Eldar, go into the Webway, go to Kamarog, and kill them all, they absolutely could. The problem is that you spend that much, that much like resources, that much stuff on dealing with the Dark Eldar, you're opening yourself up for the Orcs, the Tyranids, Chaos, etc. Yep, yep, yep. So, so I'm I'm curious if the Eldar had never gotten into like this murder fuck phase where they were just so stagnant and they just felt the need to do all this crazy shit and kill themselves and they had never burst Lanesh, would they would they be like a really prominent like thing? Would they be like the biggest thing in Warhammer? Like the biggest faction if they hadn't murder fucks Lanesh into existence and they were just happy being the peak? Well, it does depend because uh, the population of Tyranids and Orcs are are immense, mm. right? It depends on if you're referring to like the largest power or largest in terms of actual population size. Because um, the Orcs, I think, have the highest population in the galaxy. Well, the, but they sense. keep they keep murdering each other, so it, it doesn't really you can't really tell. Um, but the Eldar themselves, they might be, but you do have to wonder like, do the Necron would they have reawakened the Necrons faster? And would that have caused oh, them a yeah. bigger problem? Right, you know, right. the Tyranids have caused issues. Because the Tyranids are actually a real pain for the Eldar because uh all the Tyranids have the hive mind, which is part of the warp. Often the way the reason why Tyranids are so terrifying is when they arrive to a planet or give or like near a planet, mm-hmm. they have this thing called shadow in the warp where they like cut off a section of the warp and they suppress it. So the only way to have oh. interstellar communication is to use the warp. So if a, a guy is like, oh, shit, bugs, he has to use his <laughs> brain blast and go tell the Imperium that we're under attack. But the Tyranids just they suppress it. They cut it all off and oh, it, it makes okay. it very rough. So if you have Eldar and they're like all psychers, and well the Drukari aren't really, but like the regular Eldar right, are like all yeah, psychers, yeah. then that's a that's really that's a problem. That's a huge problem. Yeah, that's a big problem for a psyker. Yeah. But yeah, I, w- I was just curious because it's just it's uh seems like the Eldar was is like their motto is just self inflicted wound. Like they 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 did it to themselves. They like you know they got stagnant. They murder fucked and then. Big Slanesh came, did the big suck. Rah. Yep. Yep. Pretty much. It, it, it's, I don't think there's not really any other major ways to describe it. It really just comes down to them boning each other way too much, creating a god, and now they're all in a very bad spot. Uh, besides that, though, they are, they are rather, rather interesting in terms of like the tabletop gameplay. They're, they're generally like hit fast, hit hard, but very squishy. 
Mm. Um, lots of psychic shenanigans as well. Glass cannons, pretty much. Yeah. Especially the Harlequins and Jukari. Um, as for like a little bit of the lore, it's a little interesting because we didn't really talk about the Yanari, which is a bit of an important topic, but I have to save all of the Gilliman memes for that. So I'll have to wait <laughs> on that one. Um, because that's an important, important section. Okay. Um, but often if you had to choose any faction that works with the Imperium the most, it's probably the Eldar. Um, oh. even though, yes, the Imperium hates aliens. They yeah. absolutely despise them, but often they're more on the, all right, listen, we both hate chaos. Chaos is terrifying. Let's get rid of chaos together or, Oh God! Here come the Tyranids, Bug Boys. Let's let's self. A lot, mostly it's self preservation. Right, right. But right. Uh, they may not, not until, like them, but they need them to survive. And yeah, and like not until recently have they been working a lot more together. And that's with the Gilliman thing. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, Eldar, they're weird. If they had just been content in their stagnation, none of this would have happened. But who's yeah. content with stagnation? Right. Everybody's yeah, always. Yeah. You know, if it's a if it's a commentary or a parody on on like you said on us, it's like you know you're always you're always reaching for that next high. You're you're never happy at your current plateau. You're always you know once those floodgates open. It really, really, yeah, really is. And also, particularly um, when it comes down to uh, like when it comes down to well, if they just didn't do this, well, if the emperor was a better dad. You know, if there was a better dad, we would have also not had Chaos Space Marines. But alas, alas, he was a shitty dad. Yeah, well, we'll ha- we'll get to that one probably, probably not next episode. Next episode, I bet we're going to be talking about the uh, the Emperor's Holy Crusade, um, which is a little bit too much like uh, 1940s Germany Blitzkrieg. Um, we we talk about the emperor a lot. The emperor was, is not a nice guy. He might have like the best intentions, but he normally has like the best intentions by force kind of way. Oh, you know what they say? The the path to hell is paved with good intentions. Well, he's certainly not enjoying himself right now. (laughs) He's a corpse emperor now. So, I mean, you know, dude, he's chafing so fucking hard. Nurgle gave him an itch in his in his nose, and he can't scratch it. Oh, what a douchebag! <laughs> he can't scratch. Besides that, though, I think I think we're good. Because I... I can't think of anything else. Anything I missed? Yeah. Well, I, there's, there's I plenty I missed, but that's because sure. But it's been a nice overarching, just sort of a summary, a brief one-hour summary of. The Eldar and where they came from and how they got so fucked up. And boy, did they get fucked up. They got so fucked up. <laughs> so fucked up. The big suck fucked them up. Ooh. But you yeah. Starting to I, realize, are you starting to realize why the Silent King is kind of cool? Yeah. Starting to realize why the Silent King is is, is kind of cool. Um, I mean, last episode when you were talking about him, I, I already thought he was really slick. Not knowing anything else about him, he was already slick. But now, yeah, he's a, he's a he's, it's a it's a comp it's a somewhat competent leader that feels remorse and wants better for his people and doesn't just want to go off on a murder fuck orgy and you know doom your race. 
And thank you everyone so much for watching this episode of The Adeptus Ridiculous, episode three. If you are watching this episode on my YouTube channel, do be sure to check out the description to the first two episodes on Quiet Shy's YouTube channel, as well as the links to the official Adeptus Ridiculous YouTube channel itself. We will be uploading all the prior and all the future episodes there, as well as the various podcast sites if you like listening to podcasts on many of the things like Apple and Spotify, there is a damn good chance that it's there. So uh, you want to listen to it in the car or whatever you, whatever you got going on. It would be an absolute pleasure. Besides that, my name is Bricky. We will see you next episode. DK, you want to shout yourself? Uh, you can find me on DK Diamantes everywhere, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, uh, Real DK Diamantes on Instagram. Check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash Ridiculous if you enjoyed and want to support the podcast. Uh, even if you don't, episodes will still be free. That's, that's my show. Hell yeah. All right. We will see you all next time.